Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Tessa. We are just two 20-somethings trying to figure out the world, and we bet you are too. So come along on the adventure and be our friends. Can Can we we be be friends? friends? (laughs) Hello! Hi, guys. Welcome back. So we have a a secret. We have a really big secret. I'm like every other girl on the planet. (laughs) I thought you meant our secret was that we're hugging stuffed animals. (laughs) We are both hugging stuffed animals. Tessa, Um, what's your stuffed animal that you're hugging? I am currently hugging an owl. His name is Richard. And he has nice flaps. (laughs) (laughs) What's your animal? So I'm not like most girls. Because I have two stuffed animals in my lap. Oh my god. I have a black puffle, which is even oh more not like most colored my girls. god. I just don't really get along with the, like, colored puffles that much. No, no. Um, and then I have an emperor <laughs> penguin. Wow. Truly special. Truly, truly special. Truly special. Um, so in case y'all haven't caught on, today we wanted to talk about the I'm not like most girls thing that some people do. So we found a HuffPost article from 2014 posted by Alexis Jane Tor. Our girl Alexis. Our girl Alexis. Um, I don't know she, her personally, but she sounds like a phenomenal person. Yeah. So if you want to check out this article, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. But I think she summed up the whole I'm not like most girls trope pretty perfectly when she said, you probably know those movies and books where there's a female protagonist who is apparently not like most girls. She actually likes sports and isn't catty. She doesn't cause drama or stress over her appearance. She is unlike every other female character and is unable to befriend most girls. Movies and books would have us believe that the majority of women are catty and superficial, but just every once in a while, there comes a girl who's real. Real. Because most girls aren't unique at all. No. It is literally just this one. Spoiler alert, I'm not unique in any sense. Yeah, There's no. no facet of me that's interesting. <laughs> I'm very boring. Think about boys constantly. All the time. Like, every single second. Yeah. It's either marriage, kids, or boys. Yeah. Or well, makeup. Or also, like, is my hair looking okay? You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't really oh, have totally. any thought beyond that. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, also, the thought of pizza disgusts me. Oh, God. Oh, my God. But, like... A night staying in and just <gasps> chowing down on pizza and wearing sweats and putting your hair up in a bun disgusts me. Stop, you're gonna make me have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like most girls. We're exactly like all and the other girls. And spoiler alert, if you're a girl. It's great. You're like most girls. Because most girls are amazing. <laughs> We've realized from our previous episodes that Tessa just tends to rant. <laughs> So, instead of her just randomly ranting throughout the episodes, we've decided to make a new segment that's just called Tessa's Rant. The major theme with Not Like Most Girls is that it does come from a place of hurt. So most times when girls claim the title of not being like other girls, it is because they are struggling with the idea of femininity and their own identity. In my eyes, it's kind of a cry for validation from people around them that they are special because they are different, but it's in the totally wrong place. To me, it was something to aspire to when I was a teenager because it felt like in order to be a person of value, I would need to distance myself from shallow things. And shallow things in our society are associated with femininity. 
So I wanted to feel like a unique person and my identity as a typical girl was in the way of that from my perspective. Luckily for me, I ran into some really incredible women who are unique as people and they were edgy and artsy and all that, but they still embraced their femininity and celebrated it and loved other women for it. It was really healing for me. So I never really truly identified myself as not like the other girls because I love feminine things. I love makeup. I love tea. I love all those things. Um, and I just love girls. <laughs> Sorry, do you mean tea, like drama tea? Yes. Or do you mean, <laughs> I mean drama tea? I thought you meant like actual like tea. No, no, and I was, no. I was like, I didn't know that was something unique to like girls. I thought like tea. I do love feminine things. But I have seen the not like the other girls attitude work. I have seen men eat it up. And it hurts more to see misogyny coming from other women than some bigoted man. Because it feels like a betrayal because... That woman, that girl, she understands the struggle that we have as women. And for her to turn around and use that struggle to her advantage feels like just the ultimate betrayal. We're all in this together. Like, we don't care. We don't care if you like makeup, if you don't like drama. We don't care. We're here to support each other. Exactly. And that's the whole point of going against this trope is it's not to shame anyone who wants to dress or do certain things. It's just to say... Don't do that if you're going to say that that's the elite form of existing. I do love feminine things so much. And whenever I see girls resist femininity, which I mean, like you, you can like whatever you like. I don't care. But when girls actively like hate on makeup or something, I'm like, why? It's so fun. You know? It is so fun. Or like the whole guys being like, makeup is just catfishing because we can't like tell what you actually look like. And then girls who respond and they're like I actually put on more makeup when I'm just home alone because it's just it's something that I actually enjoy it's for me yeah and even if it is for someone yeah who cares if it makes you feel better about yourself what's the difference between putting on makeup and wearing a cute dress that makes you feel confident the nights that I remember having the most fun have been out with girls wearing high heels wearing tons of makeup And being catty, being dramatic, those are fun nights. They're a blast. The thing about girls is that, like, yes, there is drama, but it's always cathartic drama to me. I mean, not all the time, right? Like, drama can help you work through things. A lot of it plays into the, there's been a lot of girl-on-girl hate, which, not like other girls, is girl-on-girl hate. But, like, in order to move forward, we have to accept all women. So, what makes a girl... Not like the other girls, in your opinion. Okay, I think a girl who is not like other girls in the most stereotypical way, doesn't wear makeup, is really active and they ask a guy out first. They're really forward. They eat hamburgers on the first date. So what else What do you think? I, I would argue that there's two different types of not the other girl. I would argue oh, really? that there's like the introvert pizza eater who's like, isn't really interested in male attention, but is interested in being special because she does not participate in traditional basic activities. Interesting. And then there's the other girl who does identify as not like the other girls for male attention, who is like the alternative, I'm so deep records girl. And it doesn't have to be like records. It could be crime shows. It's Uh, also the girl who has a lot of guy friends. Yes. A lot of guy friends. And then, which is fine, but then you're like, okay, like, do you not like having girlfriends? So they're like, No, I just never really got along with girls. They just have a lot of drama. And I just Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I think boys are more fun to hang out with. On its own, 
all those characteristics are fine. Like, if you have lots of guy friends rather than girlfriends, like, whatever. Those are the people you found connections with. To be honest, I love Criminal Minds and cop shows. <laughs> I watch them all the time. I'm very straightforward with guys, and I order, like, pizza or hamburgers on the first date. We're not saying that any of those are bad on their own. No. But making a point to remove yourself from other girls. Like, that's just girl and girl hate. And it comes from a place of internalized misogyny. It's saying that the idea of stereotypical femininity is wrong and that you want to be against it. So you you also did some research about, like, the history of yeah, other girls? Yeah, so it's not a new trend at all. In the 1950s, there was the Greaser Girl, which went against a lot of the conservative notions at the time. In the 80s and 90s, it was the grunge movement, but that included um, grunge girls. So all that's to say that those all came in different forms with the time. Some form of revolting against stereotypical femininity has yeah been around for a long time which honestly i i love that you know like i love the idea of revolting against traditional femininity because sure. it is restricting do you think that back then greaser times grunge times do you think the same misogyny was being used i think that there was probably some people within those that were just so anti-femininity that they looked down on people who were mm-hmm. acting feminine i mean and i think that's true now not every girl who is actively dressing and acting in a non-stereotypical feminine way, they're not necessarily being hateful or anti-feminist, but there are portions of those groups that are acting from a place of internalized misogyny. And I think that's true now, and I think that was true before. There are some attitudes that are against girls because of social media and because of the internet and because, like, you can see, like, comments that people make on posts. So what about, do we have any modern examples? Yeah, no, for sure. One of the most prominent ones that I've encountered that I think could be applicable to almost everyone is Taylor Swift. (laughs) Personally, I liked her music early on. I haven't been a huge fan of her recent music, but at the same time, I have nothing against her or people who like her music. There's a lot of people who do make fun of people who like her music because she is pretty feminine and she's a woman icon. Like, we can't lie, even if I don't enjoy her music. People hate on Taylor Swift fans saying that you're just girly and only think about boys and all this stuff and if, if that's the music they like then that's the music they like any examples so boy bands are something that are pretty exclusively catered to like young teenage girls that's just like what boy bands are for but because that is the audience boy bands are seen as like stupid simple as like shameful you know I mean, I don't think people realize that it is because it is catered for women that they hate on boy bands, but the reasons that people hate on boy bands don't make sense unless you think about the fact that boy bands are for, like, young girls. And let's be honest, if you actually listen to, like, One Direction and Five Seconds of Summer and... (laughs) Even Big Time Rush, their songs are so much fun. But people don't want to say that because their audience are mainly young teenage girls and that's not something that's cool. Okay, also, if there's <laughs> any guys listening, if a girl like gets in your car and hears you playing a boy band song, oh, that's attractive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I can find a man who will jam out with me 
to Five Seconds of Summer or One Direction, I will fall in love so fast. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's not all girls on girl hate, right? For not like the other girls. No. Guys hate on girls for doing it too. Guys like the idea of having a girl who isn't like the other girls because that means that she's better. Which, ugh. <laughs> he wants a homie, not a girlfriend. Yeah, or like, here's, okay, so I have issues eating in front of people, like like any socially anxious person, right? If I'm around my friends, I'm fine. Yeah. But like around anyone I'm like slightly interested in, yeah. I just get like a simple salad and that's yeah. not because I want that salad. It's just because I'm scared to eat anything else because it will be disgusting. Which is a whole other thing that we need to think about. <laughs> That's a whole more, other topic. It's more of like a funny thing, right? It's yeah. not like something serious. It's more of just like, it's not that I don't like hamburgers or like yeah. pizza, but it's just like- It's I, just social anxiety. I look gross eating them and I want to look good on a date. <laughs> yeah. Some guys like girls who order like- manly food like hamburgers like a big steak big steak the whole idea of like it's hot if a girl orders a hamburger on a date and not a salad <laughs> first of all maybe she wants to look cute for you and knows that she'll look ugly eating a hamburger yeah first of all second of all if she is looking out for like her health and like what she's eating and like making sure that she's like has a healthy diet yeah why are you shaming that also why are we so fascinated with just like analyzing what women eat at all or like my favorite do you remember in like circa 2015 when like there was like those memes of like a girl with a glass of wine and like in her underwear with the pizza with like a huge pizza the size of like a bed or something oh yeah it was like this is ideal when guys see pictures like that she probably modeled to make sure that like that looked really good and really aesthetic she probably did her messy bun for hours. And then she probably had on like natural makeup. And all the guys were probably like, no makeup, messy bun. This probably took five minutes to do. Yeah. And she's over there like, I did this in two hours. Yeah. Like, I remember one of my guy friends, he said something like, I like, I like girls who like don't really wear makeup. And I looked at him and I like literally got right in his face. And I was like, am I wearing makeup? And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so I'm wearing concealer eyeshadow mascara not a ton but it covers up a lot <laughs> like this is not no makeup i'm yeah. sorry y'all have no idea okay so now that we're done with that rant <laughs> so thinking about this episode i thought a lot about movies that played us out so two movies that i thought of that really played with the i'm not like other girls trope is the kissing booth <laughs> And the last song. The slim number of you guys who haven't seen The Kissing Booth, which Tess is included yep. in. Oopsies. It was about this girl, like, best friends with this guy who had an older brother. And they had, like, rule list. And one of the rules was you can't hook up with each other's siblings. Obviously because she was attracted to the older brother. Anyway, at one point they end up, like, alone together. And the, with the older brother and the main character. And... The older brother is like, you've been driving me crazy. And she's like, why? And he's like, because you don't chase me like the other girls do. And <laughs> first of all, that's like, just don't show interest in a guy and he'll get interested in you. Like, that's not how it works. Second of all, like, are you saying it's bad to like express your interest in a guy? 
and then the last song, it was Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth when they first met. Oh, and then that love story got started. <laughs> that love story. Miley Cyrus's character, basically this edgy girl who moves to this new town to move in with her dad, really hates her dad, like is just there, just kind of pouting all the time. And then Liam Hemsworth, the character, like takes interest to that. And then they start like dating and he takes her on this one date. And then the basic girls who's dated him before came up to her and was like, you know, we've been on that date before, right? Which makes it so that Hattie girl gets so jealous that she goes out of her way to break down that relationship. Oh my God. Which like, it's not a thing that happens. That never, that would never that happen. That would never happen. Life. But on the other side, I wanted to list some movies that do it well. To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which is an amazing <laughs> movie and one of my favorite movies. They do it really well because the main character, Laura Jean, She's edgy, she wears like combat boots to school and all this stuff, but while she's edgy, it doesn't mean that she's bringing anyone else down. There is a main character who's popular and mean, but then in the second movie, which isn't great, but whatever, in the second movie, they flesh out kind of why she's mean to Laura Jean. They're highlighting someone who's edgy and someone who doesn't have a ton of like friends in school, but not bringing down popular girly girls in the process. Then we have Legally Blonde. Oh my god. I love <laughs> Legally Blonde. <laughs> and Legally Blonde is the perfect example of why Not Like Other Girls is harmful. Yes. Because she is rich, she's blonde, she's obsessed with pink, she has a mini chihuahua. Yeah. Like, she is exactly the stereotype of most girls. Yeah. But then she gets into Harvard Law. Yes. Oh and my god. She Takes murderers to court. Yes, icon. Like, I also, she's an icon. So, real quick about Legally Blonde. I think it was such an important movie, too, because most movies who, like, did the Legally Blonde, um, blonde girl with, likes pink, has chihuahua, um, is in a sorority stereotype, they just, like, they do these performances of a caricature of a woman. And in Legally Blonde... Elle is a full character. She's real and it's so well done. I love Legally Blonde. <laughs> okay, my last example of a movie that does it well is The Edge of Seventeen. Now, if you haven't seen this movie or heard about it, highly recommend. It's a coming of age movie. Um, it stars Haley Steinfeld. And it's basically about this girl who really only has one friend in high school. And then that friend starts dating her older brother, which kind of ruins their relationship. And then she just has this really hard journey of trying to figure out why she's lonely. And she is not like other girls. She doesn't usually wear makeup. She is edgy. She, like, is that trope. But the movie shows her as a full-fledged character. But they never show her hating on other women. And, and so I really like this movie because it's not so much a romance movie. But it's a, a movie about a girl who's edgy and who falls into the most not like most girls trope but does it without bringing most girls down yeah and i think that's a really important character i i agree so i i have seen edge of 17 and the main theme i picked up on was that she was really struggling with like herself and like who she was and i think that's also why not like the other girls is such a thing is because it is ultimately a struggle of identity and how you present yourself and who you are the thing is is that it is hard being an outcast and it is hard to be different um especially when you're a teenager and it is hard to feel like you don't fit in 
but it's not an excuse to be a bad person. Okay, so something new that we're adding starting this episode along with the Tessa Rand segment. We're going to feature a queen every episode. So the queen of this episode is Haley Steinfeld. Not only is she the star of Edge of 17, she also in Pitch Perfect, she played a girl who was just trying to fit in and find other girlfriends. But then she also released the song called Most Girls. Please go listen to it. Oh. It is the perfect song to encapsulate what we're talking about in three minutes. And watch the music video too. She like oh. goes on this date with this guy and he's like, you're not like most girls. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? I want to be like most girls. Yeah. And that's the entire song and it's amazing. And she's a queen. Our queen. There's nothing wrong with being edgy, with being different, with being alternative. Just don't don't bring out other people while doing it. Most girls are queens and are smart and are beautiful and are deserving of respect. So one thing I want to add on to this episode that's a good point to bring up is that girls liking boyish things and being tomboys is a little bit more socially acceptable than men doing girly things. And ultimately that is because femininity and feminine activities, aesthetics are seen as lesser. Like they are less valuable. There is this trend going around TikTok about guys wearing crop tops and skirts and do they slay? Yes. Oh my God. So much. They look That's so song. good. Ultimately, all we're trying to say this episode is be you, be who you are comfortable being but don't bring anyone down in the process. Don't yes. say, stop saying you're not like most girls. Yeah. You are like most girls and that is a wonderful, amazing thing. Just be, be willing to just be unique as a person. That is totally fine if you are different and you wanna feel different, but don't bring down an entire gender to do it. And on that note, whether you're an alt girl an, a girly girl, a femboy, a, femboy, a, a soft boy, a femgirl, a tomboy, an alt girl, uh, whatever you want to be. And if you are like most girls, I love you. I love you. And if you are like most girls, can, can we, we be friends? friends? <laughs>